What's up and welcome to another episode of Straight Up No BS, the podcast where we talk about all things life, motherhood, parenthood, marriage, and pretty much whatever topics my heart desire. Um, Just rest assured that whatever topics we talk about, it's always straight up. No BS. If you like this podcast, be sure to give us five stars. By giving us five stars, you make it easier for others to find this podcast and join the No BS crew. After all, sharing is caring. Um, You can find this podcast on Apple iTunes, Podbeans, and YouTube. Why did I say Podbeans? Podbean and YouTube at Totally Thompson's. You guys have to forgive me because I'm a little bit congested. So if I sound stopped up, that's only because I am. So as you can see by the title of this podcast, today we will be discussing it is not your job to be loyal to your job. So for some of us, we grew up being raised by the generation of people who were raised by that generation of people who were told, you know, find a good job. And if you're lucky, you'll get to retire there. And for me, I grew up in a household with a single mom who taught me the importance of having good work ethic. Like for real, my mom is a legit hustler and everything I learned about working um, for different companies, everything I've learned about getting a job and all of that stuff, you know, it was instilled in me by my mother. So this whole, the importance of having good work ethic, you know, going to work on time, being an asset to a company, working hard, never leaving a job without a proper notice and being a good employee, all of that was instilled in me by my mother. So for years, I applied these lessons to my work life. For years, I rarely called in to work unless something was seriously wrong. I would go into any any job and outwork any of my fellow employees. I made sure to be on time, to be an asset to the company. I never left a company without putting in a two weeks notice. I was always an exceptional employee and all of my employers would confirm this. Well, one day as I was working as a life coach for a particular company, I went up to my supervisor to request some overtime. And at the time, my husband and I were in the process of buying our first home. And as you know, that that process can be quite expensive. So the supervisor who had raved about me as an employee looked at me in the eyes and said, that's not my problem. I can't give you more hours because you need more money. And at that moment, I realized that I was being loyal to a company that only perceived me as a number. And I realized that being on time, taking initiative, being an asset to the company, you know, being a hard worker and a good employee at the end of the day, still meant nothing to them. You know, I was just another person they hired to do a specific job. And at the end of the day, I was still just a number. I was still expendable at the end of the day. As a matter of fact, six months later, The same job called me in for a mandatory impromptu meeting at eight o'clock in the morning to let me know that my position has, um, had come to an end effective immediately without any warning or discussion. And so all of the life lessons that my mom taught me about being a good employee, having good work ethic, you know, working hard, being an asset to a company, being on time was not so much 
for the job as it was for me. Now, let me explain. Your work ethic is not tied to the job. Your work ethic is tied to you, which is why when you go through this process of doing references, people will explain your work ethic or they would describe your work ethic. Yes, you should be a good employee. Yes, you should be an asset to yourself so that everybody else can notice what type of employee you are. You should have good time management. You are the best advertisement you will ever have. Whether you believe it or not, someone is always watching you. People notice how hard you work. People notice how much effort you put into your work. And jobs are merely a stepping stone to get where you want to be. They are not the end all be all. And I say all of this to say, don't be afraid to take risks when it comes to your future. You are in control of your future. As long as you are settling for something that has no benefit to you, guess what? Your job, that company that you're working for, they will allow you to do so. Don't get comfortable being in a position or being at a company because of your familiarity with it. It is easy to get stuck in a comfort zone. It is easy to settle for a job that you are comfortable or familiar with. Now is not the time to be comfortable. Now is the time to build, to explore, to seek opportunities that are going to set you up for the, the future you deserve. The thing is, you don't have to give a job a year before searching for someone else. I've said in the last podcast when I was when um, we were discussing the topic to bet on you, that prior to me getting a job as a case manager, I always thought that I had to give a job a year notice. You know, I had to be there a year because I wanted this job to know that I was valuable, that I was a great employee. I needed time to prove myself. But that's not the case. You don't have to give a job a year notice before searching for something else if that job is not aligned with the career path that you you want to have. If it does not align with you and your career goals, then you don't have to waste time with that job. You don't owe a job nothing, but you owe yourself everything. If your job doesn't make you happy, then guess what? You are not a tree. Move. Seek other job opportunities. Apply for a new job or better yet, create your own job. We're living in a generation where there's so much flexibility and diversity in jobs. You could be a YouTuber. You could be an Instagrammer. You could start a podcast. There are so many new and plentiful opportunities out there to explore. Like I said, if you can't find a seat at the table, build your own table and invite other people to join you. Your gift is going to make room for you. Your gift is going to make room for others. Somebody out there right now is waiting on you. Somebody's future depends on you. Find something that you are passionate about and give it 100%. The same way you are showing up to work, being the best that you could be, clocking in and out to somebody else's job, you can do that for yourself. Your work ethic is for you. It's not for the job. Your work ethic is to open up doors and create opportunities for you. Don't worry about if your ideas are similar to other people's ideas or if your idea has been done a million times before, because guess what? You haven't executed that idea. There's no such thing as oversaturation in a market. 
I mean, there are 50 million, it's an exaggeration, but there are so many different types of breads. There are so many different types of meats. There are so many different types of podcasts. There are so many types of hair salons. There's no such thing as oversaturation because your idea, although it is similar to other people's ideas, it is executed in a way that only you could execute it. You are the special ingredient in your business. So don't be afraid to take a chance. Your ideas and thoughts are unique to you. So use what you have to start the business or use what you have to make a change within the business. The truth is entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Everybody doesn't want to be an entrepreneur. So maybe you're not the person who wants to be an entrepreneur, but maybe you want to be promoted in in the business that you're working for. So make sure that you're bringing your unique ideas, your unique thoughts. Make sure that you're working hard and doing everything that you need to do to be promoted. You have what it takes. So now execute it. Go into work a little bit early. Show up on time. Be the person that they can count on. Because although you are expendable, you're also valuable as well. And also... I recall a point in my life where I rarely took off work and I rarely used my time off because I was saving it for for something miraculous. But now the older I get, I realize that it's important for you to take that time off from your job when you need it. There's no point in just saving time. There's, I mean, take a mental health day from work if you need it. Take a vacation if all you do is sit at home and have some time for yourself. That's what your time is for. Your time is for you. You have earned your time. If you need a mental health day, your mental health is a priority. Don't be afraid to use your sick days for mental health days. You can't pour into somebody else if you're empty. You can't be the best version of yourself at home or at work if you're not feeling your best. Take mental health days. Take vacation days. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You don't deserve the explanation to You don't have to give that explanation to anyone. Take the time that you've acquired because you've earned it. And also don't give a company the best you've got and sleep on yourself. Nine to five finances the dream and five to 10 will build it. There have been so many times where I wanted to start a company and thought that I didn't have what it takes to see the dream to fruition. And no lie, like this is the God honest truth, guys. Before Uber Eats and DoorDash and all of those delivery places um, came, they came into existence, I was talking to my mom and I told my mom, I said, I want to start a delivery drive driving business where I deliver food to businesses and to people's homes because at the time it wasn't common and that probably was about three or that was about four years ago right before I had my son and I slept on that idea and here it is like three to four years later and Uber Eats exists DoorDash exists and all of these other companies they are thriving now especially in in this environment with COVID going on, people are using this now more than ever. The thing is, God will give you visions, ideas, and dreams, and you have to be confident enough to bring those into fruition. You have to be obedient enough to the purpose that God has given you. If you're not obedient enough to fulfill that dream, then guess what? Somebody else out there is willing to clearly 
because you have Uber Eats, you have DoorDash, you have all of these, these people who are willing to take a chance and make this come to fruition. You see, I slept on an idea and here it is years later thriving. Don't be like me. Don't sleep on yourself. Don't sleep on your dreams. Don't sleep on your goals. Don't sleep on your visions. If God gave it to you, he gave it to you because he knew that you were capable of handling it and bringing it to pass. So what? I think a lot of times we caught up in this idea of, well, who's going to support me? How am I going to fund this dream? How is this supposed to, to come to pass? You don't have to have the support you want right now. So people won't believe in your dreams right off the bat or people don't understand your dreams. That's okay. Everyone isn't going to understand your dreams and your visions. Everybody isn't capable of comprehending your dreams and your visions. People aren't going to understand why you work the way that you do. They aren't going to understand why you're grinding the way that you do. God didn't give everybody the ability to understand your dreams. And that's why you have to protect it. That's why you have to go hard for the dreams and the visions that God has given you. Because he entrusted that in you. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to start where you are. And oftentimes we get caught up on this idea that we have to be perfect. Or the idea has to be perfect to get started. No, start start with where you are. And what you have, and you can always perfect it later. Those who are going to support your dreams will support it regardless. Start that business that you've been thinking about. Don't be afraid to seek out other individuals who are like-minded. Seek mentorship. Reach out to people. Ask questions. Connect with like-minded people. Learn from others. There's no way that you could start a business and do it all alone. Consider your ability to reach out. Consider your ability to learn and to grow and to to go through these different trials and errors on the job training. It's the same exact training that you would get if you were working for a company. However, you have to do it for yourself. You have to take that initiative and you have to learn for yourself. Apply those lessons of what good work ethic is to better yourself. So yes, Although your work ethic is not tied to your job, it's tied to you. You still want to make sure that you go in and you outwork your companies if you're, I mean, your coworkers, if you're not interested in being an entrepreneur, go in and and give 100% into whatever it is that you're going to do. Show yourself that you are valuable. Show your company that you are valuable. Show initiative. Be on time to work. Do what you say you're going to do. Go above and beyond. Be a good employee and always leave with a notice. Don't ever burn bridges. You never know when you may need to cross them again. Your work ethic will speak for itself. Your work ethic is not to show your company how important you are, but it is to prove to yourself how powerful you are, how capable you are. And like I've said before, the best project you will ever work on is yourself. If you don't take anything else away from this podcast, I hope that you take away this one gem. You'll never owe anybody else loyalty more than you owe yourself. Not not any company, not any job, not anybody else but yourself. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, then be sure to leave us a five-star review. Leave us a comment as well. We enjoy reading your comments. We'll see you guys in the next podcast.